Before we jump into the episode today, I want to share something with you from my heart. First of all, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I really can't tell you how much your support means to me. We've been doing the podcast now for almost four years. I can't even believe it. And I'm so grateful for each and every single one of you that listens, shares an episode with your friends, sends me a DM or a text message letting me know how an episode resonated with you or any aha moments. Seriously, I couldn't be more grateful to be able to create this podcast. It has been such a blessing in my life, and I love hearing the ways it's been able to provide value in yours as well. One thing you might not know is how much work it takes to be consistent with a podcast. In fact, did you know that the majority of podcasts don't make it past episode number 10? And we are well, 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 well beyond that. And it's just a lot thinking of the episodes, recording them, editing them, managing the guests, making sure that everything runs smoothly and gets uploaded consistently and regularly. And so that's why I have created an amazing opportunity for you to support the podcast monetarily. And in exchange for that, you will get exclusive premium subscriber content. So for as little as $3 a month, you can become a premium subscriber of the podcast. And every month I will upload new voice-guided workouts and breathwork meditation audio for you. So that way you can work out with me coaching you in your ears. You can also take a moment to reduce your stress and relax and come down and ground down with one of my breathwork audios. So if that is on your heart to support the podcast for as little as $3 a month to become a premium podcast subscriber, I can't tell you how much that means to me and the growth of this podcast. I appreciate you. If you're interested, Click the link in the description, become a premium podcast subscriber, new content every month, and while supplies last, I'll send you an exclusive podcast coffee mug so you can have your self-love and sweat coffee every morning. I appreciate you. Now let's get into the show. Welcome to Self-Love and Sweat, the podcast, the place where you'll get inspired to live your life unapologetically, embrace your perfect imperfections, break down barriers, and do what sets your soul on fire. I'm your host, London Souza. Hey friend, it's me, London Souza, online lifestyle transformation coach. I help people all over the world just like you who know they are meant for more, get their mind right and their body tight and go from crazy busy to crazy happy. And hey, if it's our first time meeting, welcome. So happy to have you. And if you've been with us for a while, it's so great that you're here too. I'm really excited to share this episode of the Self Love and Sweat podcast with you. everybody. Welcome back to the University of Unlearning. I'm London Souza. So excited to be here with you guys to talk to you about the myth that I want to debunk today, the limiting belief, if you will, that sticking to a healthy lifestyle and healthy routines is hard. 
and requires major change. That's what I want to talk about today. And as I'm here recording, I didn't really even notice this before, but I have this empty like a roll here of where pictures were and where we took them out because we want to refill them with new updated pictures of my niece. And they were from like previous holidays. But anyways, it's just a reminder that we are really able to change that narrative and change the photos that we have in focal points, change the moments that we choose to focus on and change the things that we choose to explore and learn, or in our case, unlearn here. And so today I want to talk to you guys, like I said, about what I hear a lot is like, oh, I want to, you know, have a healthier lifestyle and healthier routines, but it's hard, you know, and it's going to require a big shift and a big change in my life. And I can just, you know, I'm living in a shame soup over here of all the things I'm doing wrong and everything. And I just can't imagine that shift and change. And we create this big mountain, this big um, to-do list, a big should list, if you will, of all the things we need to be doing and we should be doing um, in order to get there. And it just sometimes feels so overwhelming that we're just like, no, it's just too hard and it's going to require too much. So that's what I want to talk about today because like, what's the answer to that? I mean, no, it's not easy. No, it's not easy. It's not easy shit at all. Um, you know, it's also not going to be the case that you're doing everything the same. If it was the case that what you were doing was working, it would have worked already. Right. So yeah, to a certain extent, it's going to be hard. There's going to be hard things that you're going to need to do and show up for and crush out. Um, and yeah, it's going to require some change on your part, some ownership there and some transition. So, um, yeah, I just feel like that's super harsh. And I feel like it's something that people hide behind. Like it's just going to be too hard and it's going to require too much of me. And so, yeah, like I said, it's not going to be easy. Um, and you can't keep doing the same thing, expecting different results. You know, I forget where that quote comes from, but I think that's like the definition of insanity or something like that. I can't remember. And I'm, I'm not going to Google it right at this moment, but if you guys know, leave it in the comments. Um, but you guys know what I mean. And um, what's really important too is like how you perceive hard and how you normally show up to things that you think that are hard. You know, are you always running away from the hard thing or are you showing up with the hard th to the hard thing with some tools that you are equipped to use and work with in order to break past some of that, you know? So yeah, sometimes it might be scary to do something hard if you're used to running away from hard things and seeing hard things as bad. But if you see them as an opportunity for growth and an opportunity to seek help and ask for help and, you know, utilize your strengths and strengthen your weaknesses and do that type of thing, you know, then we are really looking at hard in different ways. And so <clears throat> I challenge you, like, really that first and foremost is when you say like, oh, yeah, it's hard. Well, what does hard mean to you? You know, how do you show up normally to hard things? It's like, yeah, a really great question to ask yourself because when we expect that there's going to be hard things and there's going to be things that we have to skill up on and figure out and find a way on, then it's just not so like, yeah, unexpected, if you will. And so, yeah, whenever we're doing something new, trying to implement something new, it's going to require, you know, changing of habits, doing things differently and all that kind of stuff. And yeah, that can be hard and challenging and uncomfortable, but like, do you run away from things that are hard and challenging and uncomfortable? And if you do that often, you know, try to, that's why I say that like, you know, healthy habits and routines and all of that is, is it transcends into so many other areas of your life because you can do the hard things there and then you're able to do the hard things in other areas of your life. It's really cool. 
it's really cool how that kind of, how that kind of weasels its way in and how fitness, you know, really has that ability to transcend into so many different areas of your life, you know? And yeah, it does require a lot of change. And some, and oftentimes, a lot of times, actually, when people look back at like where they were six months ago, a year ago, when we've been working together or whatever, it's like, whoa, like I'm a totally different person. Like, oh, I remember that, but I just can't believe that's me. Like in my reality, that just does not exist anymore, you know? And the reason why is like they were able to do that is because it's like, it's not doing it you know, you don't have to do everything all at once. It's bit by bit. It's unpacking things bit by bit, piece by piece. I really work through my signature MBL model with all of my clients, really taking bits and pieces from a more holistic method, something that's not so barrier and bound up by rules and regulations and all of those things. And when we do that and we're able to figure it out and test it out bit by bit and see, okay, this is how it works for me. This is how, you know, this is, um, you know, this works in my life. And this is kind of my experience and my feedback and all of that. Um, we really get to have that compounding effect. So the reason why people can't stick to things is because, or things don't stick is because they try to do all the things in a rigid format that was never created for them to succeed in the first place and was never created for them to be able to co-create with it and be able to say, Hey, this kind of works or this doesn't. And so that's really the type of coaching that I do and why I freaking love what I do. And so with that being said, here's what it takes to really stick to a healthy routine. Uh, even one that's hard, even one that requires change. Okay. So I wrote these points down for those of you that can see this video. Now I just wrote these points down here. I wrote some of the myths and things here. I love to just jot and take notes and draw pictures and stuff like this. And so I wrote down four points here that what it was like really required, you know, um, that you, you muster up, get together, reel in, rope in, like bring this all into what you're working on these four points in order to feel like it's less hard and your change is less scary. <laughs> if you will, uh, that's the way I, that's a, that's a language language I have for it right at this moment. But these four points, it's just like, yeah, change is going to be inevitable. It's going to happen. Um, it's going to be challenging. There's going to be challenging moment, moments. So here's what really is required, to, I would say, to lean into and to focus on. These are the four points here. So number one, I say this all the time. I'll say it again. Your why. Focus on your why. Root down in your why. You need an emotionally compelling reason that is your driving force to get your booty out of bed no matter what's going on, no matter what the circumstances, to show up. Your why is just everything. So it's so important that instead of saying, this is hard and this is going to require all this change. No, my why depends on it. It's important for me because, um, and it's not about just because you want to get healthier, you know, or get more fit or move more. I hear that a lot. It's really going to be a reason that catapults you out of bed. That is like, because I want to be, you know, around longer than my parents were. So that way I can show up for my kids. Oh, I want to be able to go on a bike ride and explore with, you know, my family and my grandkids without feeling winded and exhausted. Um, because I want to be able, you know, to have, you know, energy and, um, have better coping strategies than, you know, X, Y, or Z and working out and showing up for my body is just, you know, everything. Um, and really helps me focus on what's important and come back into my breath, for example. So a lot of people can get super, super specific on their why, um, your why is just, yeah, like I said, your, your rocket fuel, your superpower, what, what catapults you out of bed in the morning. And I tell people, I'm like, when your alarm goes off, <laughs> you're not going to, you know, you're not going to be pulled out of bed by like, wake up, London, it's time to get healthier, <laughs> you know, but pulling out of bed, wake up, London, it's time to make sure that you have longevity in your health and wellness so that you can continue to inspire people by doing regular push-ups well into your 90s. 
that's my fitness why. Because I want to, I feel like I want to be able to do push-ups when I'm 90. So that way I can inspire people of all ages. Cause I feel like when I see old, super fit people, just like, oh, living in their physical body like that. Um, it's so inspiring to me. And so I know that that means, you know, not beating myself up, taking rest days when necessary, but also training and doing the flexibility stuff and the foam rolling and all the stuff that nobody ever wants to do, but makes the most difference. And so when I think about that fitness, why in my life, that is my rocket fuel. You know, I don't want my, I don't want I want to be able to continue to provide value and continue to help people um, when it comes to their health and wellness and fitness. And the only way I know how to do that is to lead by example and to use my life as a way of, yeah, learning and sharing and growing and learning and sharing and growing. And so I really want to continue to learn and share and grow in that direction. And so that why is really important to me when it comes to my fitness goals. I want to be able to have that longevity. So that means like I can't keep running, running, running if I'm continuously getting knee pain past a half marathon. So when I do like 10 Ks or less, I feel great. I'm going to stick there. You know, do I need to continue to push in that direction? No. Could I? Yes. Do I want to? Not really. Does that go with my why? No. So that's just kind of a little bit of a a tangent or a rant, if you will, of what that kind of looks like, that thought process of going into like what it means to defend your why, what it means to having that why and those roots and that foundation to help you stick to that healthy routine and do the hard stuff and be down to do things differently for the sake of getting different results that are going to be really motivating and exciting. That's the first one, the why always the why you can watch, listen to my podcast, anything, everything starts with the why. Cause I always have this like internal dialogue with myself before I start anything. It's like, why are you doing this London? What's the point? Is this going to get you where you want to be? Does this align with your mission? Do you have enough time? Is this gonna, you know, all the things. So the why is that magic there. A uh, number two, number two, uh, number one is the why number two accountability. You need accountability because things are going to be hard and change is going to be difficult and continuing to move in directions and create new patterns and habits is not our nature. It's, I don't remember where I heard this. I have to think about it. I think this might've been from Dr. Jade Tita on the next level human. He has this really awesome, um, yeah, that stuff that he posts about a next level human. And I think he said like our, the way that he said it, I believe was like our automatic instinct is going to be resistant to that change. So recognizing that and saying, okay, I need that accountability. So when I'm going to resist that change and I'm going to, you know, instinctually, instinctually want to do things the way I've always done, cause it's comfortable and easy and whatever, um, that I'm going to have that accountability, whether it's coaching or, um, you know, an accountability buddy, someone I can call, someone who's going to meet me there, someone who's going to show up, um, you know, goals that are going to hold me accountable, right? Like that's so important to make sure your goals, you know, make you just want to put those work boots on and get, get after it, you know? And accountability is huge. Accountability is huge, even for me. Like I have a friend of mine who comes over Monday through Friday every morning. She used to come at 6.30. Then I was like, hey, can you come at six? Because I want to start doing something from seven to eight. And she's like, yep, I'll be there. So Monday through Friday, we're training together. There's some mornings. I just don't feel like it. I'm super tired. Something's gone on, you know, the night before, but she's always there. She always shows up sometimes, you know, she's a mom. So sometimes she'll be like, Oh, that, you know, my son was up and I really need to get a few hours of sleep. Um, you know, but sorry, I can't make it. That's few and far between. And it's just so awesome to have that accountability. You know, I also have um, you know, accountability groups that I run for my VIP coaching clients, for my mind, body, love coaching clients, for um, people to make sure that you have those groups of other people who are like doing what they're doing on their, are doing what you're doing, but on their journey too. So working with me on VIP coaching or, um, working, you know, through the mind, body, love program and a lot of the, uh, mindset stuff and the habits and the goal setting and the, um, workouts that are there and just kind of the whole starter kit that that encompasses, you know, having that 
that accountability group of people who are in it with you is really cool too. So their journey is going to look very different, but they're going to be in it trying to, you know, go after different goals, but still want to support you and still want the best for their lives and for your lives and for their health and for your health. And so it's really nice to have those accountability groups and things like that too. So having that why so critical, so crucial and setting up accountability, like Sometimes you have to ask people, hey, will you hold me accountable? Hey, this is what I'm working on. Hey, here's what I need your support on. So it's not just a matter of being like, well, like I don't have accountability, so I don't have accountability. (laughs) Not that easy. Not that easy, right? All right, number three is consistency. Consistency. This is so important. Consistency over compliance. Keep showing up versus trying to be perfect. Whatever you missed a day, you had 30 minutes instead of 50 minutes that you needed. Your warm up took you too long. Your shoelaces wouldn't tie themselves. So you just got a little bit of a late start, whatever it might be. Show up consistently. Consistency is so important. That compounding effect over time is what's going to make that change. It's not going to be that one thing that you did that one time. It's going to be all the things that you continue to show up for continuously over despite falling down and getting back up and messing up and having failures that you learned from and trying this and that didn't work. And oh, that was work and that made that worked and that was great. And I kept showing up and kept making progress. That consistency is, is what it's all about. You know, that's showing up consistently and, you know, continuing to figure out new ways and to navigate that is, is so important and so powerful. And a lot of people have a lot, a big struggle with showing up consistently because they don't have that why, and they're not seeking that accountability. And that last, the last one I'm going to tell you about number four is going to be like the clencher, the huge one, the end all be all like straight up. (laughs) Um, but when it comes to consistency, you know, people are like, why can't I show up consistently? Well, it's hard to show up consistently to something that you're not super clear about that doesn't like super set your soul on fire. Like all the whys that I create and craft with all of my clients and everybody that I work with, including myself, like we have to craft and create, um, that fire and that drive and say, Hey, I meant for more. I wasn't meant to just be here living this, you know, life that I'm not excited about, whether it's, you know, I don't want to say a mediocre life, but like, if it's a life you're not excited about and something that's not, um, you know, that you're not waking up just like, yeah, I have that, that fulfillment and that meaning and that purpose and whatever. It's like, make that your job to find it and show up consistently to this last one that I'll show, I'll talk to you about. That's really going to be what's going to help you knock all the other three down, you know, is like when you, when you want to have that why, and you need that accountability and you want to show up consistently in order to get the results that you, you know, you say you want to get that fourth one coaching, coaching invest in yourself and get coaching. I always use this analogy with my clients when I'm working with them because I'm like, I'm always, I always have coaching. I'm always working with people, um, that can help me in my personal and professional lives and work through a lot of what I'm learning and unlearning. Hello. Um, through this, uh, through this 25 days and just what through my whole, like through all the things. Right. So I can only continue to lift people up, you know, in this, you know, coming down and grabbing your hand picture here. If I continue to let other people help me up and continue to seek that accountability and that consistency in another area and another space where I know I need to grow and learn and explore and up level, you know, so I can continue to help other people. So, um, having that coaching is just like a game changer. And when we really, you know, when we get in that space where we're like, Oh, 
you know, this is just hard and sticking to healthy choices is hard. And, uh, you know, it requires major change and all the things. If you can really say like, yeah, you know, this is going to be tough. This is going to require a lot and I cannot do this alone. I know that I need accountability and I need to show up consistently. And in order for me to do that, I need that coaching so I can solidify that why I can be held accountable to that why. And I continue and I can continue to do what I need to do to keep on moving forward. I have that advice and counsel and that expertise to say, Hey, try this. Let's go into this area. Let's, you know, embark, um, you know, let's try embark in this type of, you know, style of training, or let's try this Avenue here, or let's, you know, did you think about this and having that alternate perspective and also like that person to be there to support you? Like you're not alone when I'm working with my clients one-on-one and also in any of my coaching programs, I'm like, we are in this together. It is not, you know, just a, you know, thank me for coaching and for helping and making this change. Like you did it too, equal 50, 50, like we're in this together, you know? And so I just really feel like a lot of people want to use that it's hard and chain and it's going to require a lot and just too much as a facade as a little, you know, a little like, mm, can't sit here. <laughs> See, it's taken, uh, like in Forrest Gump, you know, it's like, it's really just like, no, it's going to be too hard. It's going to require too much of me. Like, thank you. But doors close. Like I'm happy the way that I am. And like, that's cool. You can stay there. That's fine. <laughs> totally. But if you're here to be open to unlearn and explore what some of these limiting beliefs and these stories and these soundtracks that might be playing in our heads and in the backgrounds on a continuous basis, if we just take a moment to recognize them and just kind of hit pause for a second and just say like, okay, well, how do I think about hard things? How do I normally approach hard things? I can do hard things. You know, I, I can do anything. Like I will say this, this is like a full on, I'm just full, full honesty, like full, I can do anything. Like I believe in my ability to pretty much do anything that I wanted to do. Is that what mean I want to do? all the things? No. But like, because of the fact that I know I never will do it alone, I'll always ask for help. I'll always ask for coaching. I'll always ask for support, mentorship, guidance, questions, all the things. Um, and really know that that accountability and that consistency and showing up with that, um, firm why, or that rooted why is going to be critical and crucial. And so, yeah, I don't know where I was going with that or if I, I pretty much think I was like coming to an end um, with those points. There are why accountability, consistency, and coaching. Um, don't try to do it alone. That's probably my best piece of coaching advice to self, to myself, to peers, to people that work with me, to people I work with. Like, don't try to, don't try to do it alone. You know, we're not meant to do this alone. We're not meant to try to go through our struggles and unpack some of that baggage alone. All of it, in fact, you know, people that you trust and people that you know have your best interest at heart and that, um, you know, can encourage you and help you um, up level is what really what coaching is all about. And um, so, yeah, I hope you guys are enjoying all of the talks and interviews and coaching sessions that you're getting here on the University of Unlearning. I know that I've been, um, yeah, learning a lot about myself, both personally and professionally this year and over the last years. And it's just kind of a culmination of, I feel like, everything that. 2020 has kind of brought to like a peak or a head, if you will. Um, and yeah, you know, just continue to ask yourself, how are you approaching hard? What does that look like and mean for you? And start doing the hard things, start doing the things that make you feel a little bit uncomfortable. Come on, you have it in you. Just those little things here and there, you know, just to kind of, you know, get your feet in that space and getting used to saying like, Hey, if I keep doing things that way, I'm going to keep to get those same results. So if I want to, if I want to see some changes, I got to do things differently. No, no change, no changes, right? So I hope you guys have a really great day. 
keep on showing up, leave your comments, reply to these emails um, that I send out to you guys because I read all of them and connect with us on social media at Life Like London and share um, any learnings, any feedback you might be having because I know that this is kind of when we talk about certain things and ways we might be thinking about things or ways that um, have helped us that can help others. You know, we have a lot of aha moments and all of those different things. So it's always nice to get connected and to share what we're learning and, and all of that together. And hey, you might even find an accountability buddy or two as you guys are sharing and posting about this. So hope you have a beautiful day wherever you are in this world and talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Self Love and Sweat, the podcast. Hey, do me a favor. Wherever you're listening to this podcast, give us a review. This really helps a lot. And share this with a friend. I'm only one person, and with your help, we can really spread the message of self love and sweat and change more lives all around the world. I'm London Souza, reminding you that you deserve a life full of passion, presence, and purpose fueled by self-love and sweat. This podcast is a Hit Spot Austria production.